0: I had done this with people when they're going through some challenges say well i will pray for you about that but it's a completely different deal to say can i pray about that right now with you because they know it's happening well
1: hey everybody welcome back to one line's discipleship podcast uh good to be with you here today if this is your first time joining us welcome to our place where we talk about one line discipleship which is our Uh, Most important part of who we are as a church here at one line. My name is Nick Plasman. I'm sitting here with Brittany McCulgan. together. We lead this podcast We are on the discipleship team here at one line and thrilled about what's gonna happen today We have um, some great content great conversation stuff I've been looking forward to sharing with you uh, for a while now. I've I've been part of that story You'll hear a little bit more of that as we go.
2: So today. I'm really excited that John's here with us Thanks, John for being here um, you're our second person in our hot seat. That's right, So hot seat. no pressure. John it's already Handy, been done. Yes, yes, John Handy. John Handy Thanks.
0: in the hot this seat. so warm
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so John Handy is uh, a part of One Line Church. He's actually on the discipleship team with Brittany and I, as well as a few others. And as we've mentioned before, this podcast is really designed to help equip you, to fill you in on the story of what's happening with the rhythms of discipleship here at One Line. Uh, John has been in a rhythm of discipleship uh, man for years I showed up uh, here at when when one line became a new church as a merger of two amazing churches I got to know John and hear his story and immediately saw the discipleship rhythms in his life and so it's been a pleasure getting to know him as a friend and as a fellow uh, disciple maker and discipleship rhythm guy and he's got some great stuff to share today I'm super excited about that so good to have you John
0: I am glad to be here I've been looking <laughs> forward to this
2: so We talked about how this is for discipleship specifically. So I wanted to hear a little bit about where your discipleship journey started and why it's important to you today.
0: Okay, great. I'll just say, first of all, as a disclaimer, I don't claim to be any sort of a prayer expert (laughs) by any means, but there's there's a few things I feel like I have learned over the years. I'm happy to to share my my experience. So so for me, it started, you know, uh, I had Christian parents. And so we were a family that was in church every time the doors were open and so growing up I got all the Sunday school training and all that stuff but it wasn't so so I knew that I knew that you know all of us are born sinners and that we we need to trust Jesus as our Savior and so on but it wasn't until I uh, went away to college yeah that I decided okay I got to make that commitment now and I, I made a choice to become a Christ follower you know legit and so, but, but even then, and then since then, I've, I feel like I've been on a journey, you know. Uh, uh, the Bible talks about how when we're, when we're first become Christians, we're like babies. It's just like, just like a baby. You, you expect them to go through a maturing process. They don't know everything when they're first born. They make a lot of messes. It's the same way with us yep. in, our, in our Christian experience, in my opinion. But what, one thing I've learned over the years that, that I think has really, really helped me in the area of discipleship <clears throat> is the, the necessity of, of keeping your, your relationship with Jesus up to date. And to me, that looks like every time, spending every day, spending some time in prayer. And uh, I, you know, I, I like to be in the, in the pattern of starting my day with prayer, like before I go off to work or, or whatever. Um, and, uh, and then also uh, Bible reading. I think you know we, we're, we're blessed to have the Word of God in printed form. And I think as Christians, we need to know what's in there. And so I think some sort of discipline of regular looking at the Bible, Bible study, is also so key. And then, and then the other thing, the other rhythm I think would be real, real important and has been important for me is to be around other believers.
1: So, just revisiting those, you said begin with prayer, mm-hmm. um, begin with the Bible, and connecting your community. So prayer, Bible, mm-hmm. and your community are the three key factors in having a good rhythm of discipleship right. for you. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
0: Yeah, so there, there's a lot of other things too that could be mm-hmm. added to that, but I think yeah. if, you're not, if you're not intentionally doing those things, yeah. honestly, I don't know how, you, how you're able to make much progress in the discipleship area.
2: So, John, you said that you start with prayer as one of your daily rhythms for discipleship. And I was wondering, does it have to be a really grand prayer or how does it look? How long does it take? Tell me about what prayer
1: looks like for you. Like like almost keeping it simple. Is that what you're saying? Like moving it from a simple process to what he was talking about? How do you start doing something
0: like that?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it doesn't have to be elaborate at all. I mean, if, if you're new to the idea of prayer, it can just be start with wherever you're at. It can be a very simple thing. What, what, what's bothering you right now? Whatever's bothering you, you know, I think God wants to to work with you on that. And so, so the more we can think to bring all, whatever's bothering us before God, I think the 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 better off we're going to be. And in the course of time, we might learn ways of different things to pray for or different approaches, but I don't think there's really a wrong way to do it. Yeah, I think that the key is just getting started. I think that's great.
2: I appreciate that. So John, the reason why you're in our hot seat is because I and Nick think that you have a really interesting and cool perspective on prayer. Personally, we've kind of heard your story about how you personally pray, but kind of in how you use it as outreach to others. And so I was wondering if you can tell us where it started and then what did it feel like when you started doing it? And then um, what's the biggest discipleship prayer victory that you have?
0: Okay, so uh, I'll tell you about something that happened. It was early in 2019. So at that time I was part of a small group uh, before we had the huddles and we uh, we were doing a A a DVD based study as a small group and it it was uh, it was by this fellow a pastor named Kevin Harney he had written a book called uh, Organic Outreach for Ordinary People and it was kind of a it was kind of a how-to book for people that maybe needed to or wanted to become feeling more comfortable with the idea of sharing their faith and so he had some stuff in there that I would say was just common sense like for example he talked about uh, praying for your your unsaved friends and neighbors okay well yes you're gonna do that but then he he had a session where he talked about praying with your unsaved and unchurched friends and I thought what how how does that happen and he he, he went on to explain from his own personal experience so as he's as he's just interacting with people just normal normal conversation it's it's not uncommon that somebody will will share with any of us some, something they're going through. Maybe it's a health crisis. Maybe it's a, a relationship crisis, some sort of a financial setback, whatever it is, or maybe something. Maybe they've experienced something happy and good. Like maybe they had a baby or maybe they got a promotion or bought a house. And so what he says is, so when when something like this comes up in conversation, what he tends to do is just say, you know, I find when I'm in those kind of situations, I think it's helpful to to ask God for His help in resolving that, or for His blessing on that on that new thing in your life. And He'll say, uh, "Would it be okay with you if I just said a prayer for you right now?" And He says, "He says I've done this hundreds of times, and nobody ever says no." Yeah. Now maybe not exactly 100, percent but sure. very rare. Anybody would ever say, "No, I don't want you. I don't. You know, don't, yeah, don't pray, please for please pray for me." And then he gave some he gave some clues about, you know, here's how you do the prayer. You know, you don't want to do a long prayer in that situation. You don't want to do anything super fancy, just straight to the point. You don't want to do anything that's going to embarrass the person. And as he's as he's explaining this, I'm thinking, I could so do this. Yeah, that's great. And it's not the kind of thing that that I had ever seen modeled in 40 years in my workplace. It's an industrial engineering setting. I've never seen this happen. But I, was, I heard his story and I thought, well, hey, it works for him, why not? And uh, so if, if you can believe it, that was on a Sunday. And two days later, um, I was, Tuesday morning, I was in a, at a meeting at my workplace. At the end of the meeting, I found myself in a conference room with just me and just one other gentleman. And he, he, was, a, he was a young dad, He's a, he was a Hindu man, He's someone that, who had reported to me over at different times in the workplace. So I, I knew him pretty well. He knew me well enough to know that I was a, a Christian. And I knew him well enough to know that he was a Hindu that believed in reincarnation. And I knew he, was, he would consider himself a spiritual person. So, yeah. so I just said, how you doing? And he said, not so good. And I said, what's wrong? And he, he says, well, and he he told me about this friend of his that he meets for to do sports together every weekend. He said this friend got sick, and he's in the hospital in a coma, and, and the doctors don't know what's wrong with him. And he, even now, I get emotional just thinking about this. Of course. This story. But anyway, he he was very disturbed. I could tell he was he was deeply troubled. And obviously, the wife of this guy was was afraid. And so when he's telling me the story, I'm sitting there thinking, I, I had this voice saying, "You've got to, you've got to offer to pray with him." Yeah. And and I felt like in that moment, if I didn't do that, I would be walking away from an opportunity to be obedient to some some guidance I was getting.
2: Absolutely.
0: And so I just said, "Hey." so... You know, Sorry, you're going through this. Can I say a prayer for for your friend right now? He says oh, yeah, I Said no. No, you know, I'm gonna be praying to Jesus He says oh, yeah, yeah, I know that <laughs> <laughs> So I just said a prayer it wasn't anything very long very very nothing fancy about it It was just to the point for praying for healing praying for encouragement for his family and At the end of the prayer he had tears in his eyes and uh, so I knew it was meaningful for him and he he made a point of really thanking me for for being willing to do that even though he was of a different faith so I felt you know you ask how I felt about that and I I came away from there and by the way there was nothing about that that in any way felt strange or weird it just felt very natural and at the end of it, it, it just felt so, so satisfying that that I felt like I was able to give him a gift. And so I realized that this really does work. You really can't. People really can do this. It's so powerful, John. I,
1: my reaction. I mean, I've heard this story before, but it continues to be just incredible to hear you you articulate what was going on there. I think what happened there was you you unveiled a piece of of the kingdom of God in that moment. And I, I mean my conviction is as a disciple of Jesus, you know, a disciple is somebody who's following Jesus, being changed by Jesus and committed to the mission of Jesus. Ultimately, I'm just having this conversation today with my daughter, our job as a disciple is to expose the kingdom of God. And it's those beautiful moments where God's prompting you and saying, hey, this is an opportunity to expose the beauty of, of the kingdom of God to him. Mm-hmm. And John, that's so powerful. God used you to do something so beautiful in a moment. And you brought hope, you brought light. That's, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and just you just reminded me, one of, one of the things that, that Kevin Harney in his, in his teaching actually said was, in your prayer, you should make sure you pray in Jesus' name, mm. so it's crystal clear, you know, oh, yeah. that it's, it's 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 about Jesus. For people who are yeah. not
1: followers of Jesus, yes. make sure you're clear. Yes, from that. in that setting. Oh, yes. What a good reminder. That's great. And let me
0: just say too that I, over the course of the next year after that, I had an opportunity to do this with a couple other folks in my workplace. One of them was my boss. You know, we had a conversation in his office where he was uh, going through some real challenging thing work related. And was asking my opinion, and I said, you know, wow. I don't know. This beyond my wisdom. I, all I can suggest is, let, you know, I could pray for wisdom for you for this thing. And so, we had a prayer with him. He was totally willing to do it. And another, and, and a in a peer of mine, also a similar situation, I was able to pray with him as well.
2: I feel like you've gained some boldness. I feel, especially with praying with your boss. That's, that's a good
0: observation. A,
2: that's a big step. And I think that some people might think, oh, I'm going to get a backlash for, for reaching out to someone who's higher than you in a corporation or even um, just in charge of something that you're volunteering for that may not be, you know, in a Christian setting. And so I think that having that win early on gave you a boldness to keep going.
0: I agree. You know, and it's not uncommon in the workplace, and I, I had done this with people when they're going through some challenges, say, well, I will pray for you about that. But it's a completely different deal to say, can I pray about that right now with you? Because they know it's happening. I love that so That's much.
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. And uh, one, one other thought I had about that, um, oh, I think sometimes people may may hear this and think, "Oh, that's way too scary." You know, I I can't do that. It is
2: scary, but <laughs> but,
0: but the thing the thing you got to remember is you're not alone. You, you know, the the I've I've come more and more convinced that the Holy Spirit is at work ahead of us, and we're not alone. He's right there. He's He's already. He's already making some sort of an impression on those people that you're going to have an encounter with yes he's he's done a lot of the spade work, which you might have no idea, and so I think we can we can be afraid of it when we feel like we're on our own
1: john you are you are somebody who deeply cares about this and have been moved and you even prefaced the podcast, I'll just tell everybody right now that you you were a little bit afraid or, or concerned that you would get emotional while we're talking. Tell me about that. Why why does this make you so emotional?
0: Well, um, that's another great question. Um, over the years I've I've just gotten so much more sensitive to things. And I, I think it's I think it's the the, the awesomeness of knowing that here, here's little old me and we've got access in a relationship with a, an all-powerful God that's right. everywhere. And it's, 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 a, it's just an amazing thing to think about that. And I think that that, that can be overwhelming.
1: That's really good. You know, what's interesting is we're talking about prayer. I, I love your stories, John. I think you're a, you're a model for us to follow and inspiration. I also find that we're probably going to have to have more conversations around prayer because there's the mystery of prayer. Like, what does that mean? A
2: hundred percent. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up. You just said in the moment we're going to pray. So, John, I'm going to put you one more hot seat. Will you pray us out of oh, our it. session yes. today? Just pray for the discipleship of the whole church Anybody who's yeah. listening, the floor is yours, whatever you want to sure. pray, yeah. whatever pray is leading us. you.
0: Sure, that would be a, a privilege <laughs> for me. Lord, I want to say thank you for, for this one line church that we have, uh, that we're able to be a part of. Thank you for the great uh, teaching that we hear on Sunday mornings and the services. Thank you for the great leadership team uh, that is all busy doing their respective roles. Oh God, help them to. Uh, help them to be spending the time with you each day where they got a clear, a clear direction from you how to best carry out their responsibilities. And also thank you for the good worship experience that we, that we can participate in here on the weekends. But, but for each of us, Lord, help us in this area of discipleship. We each want to be uh, lifelong learners. We just I feel like you can take a lifetime and, and still have way more to learn about what it means to be a Christ follower. And so I just pray for your help with each of us, Lord. Give us, uh, give us a desire first of all to make to make it a priority that we actually are maturing in our Christian faith. Help us to uh, uh, give us a boldness to uh, to be able to to share the good news about Jesus with others around us. And uh, you know we're commanded to be salt and light in the earth. We're commanded to be ambassadors for Christ, which means really someone bringing a message. Uh, representing someone and that's oh god help us to know what that looks like in our each in individual context and um and i pray for your protection uh on uh one line church you know I, I just believe that when you're about things that are going to be advancing god's kingdom that the enemy will want to bring things against us and i just pray for protection
1: yeah
0: that uh that our church truly can be a place that that helps people find their way back to God and uh, help each of us find find our own rhythms as we deal with uh, huddles and d-groups and, and all those things that are gonna be very helpful, help us to all just to be experiencing growth in our individual lives. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. amen.
2: Amen. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate you coming today and letting us put you on the spot and even just for that heartfelt, honest, real prayer. I think that was a great example of You can pray anywhere, anytime, even in a group of three. So thanks, John. Thanks,
0: John. It was fun to be here. (laughs) Awesome. All
1: right, everybody, we'll see you again soon.